You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 257 with Sammy Roberts. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Sammy on the show. One of the reasons why I wanted her to come on is because if you guys know, I got my certification for life coaching and weight loss coaching in July. It's something that I've been wanting to do. So I started in January, got certified in July, and I have been coaching and absolutely love it. And so I wanted to have Sammy come on the show because she too has gone after her dreams and followed her passion. And I wanted you to hear her journey from how she found her dream job in New York City. But then even within her dream job, she pivoted and then created a different job for herself and then created her own business with her husband, which I think is awesome. So if you feel like you're stuck and you want to do something different and you're just like, I don't know how to even begin. This is such a great episode. It's totally going to encourage you to kind of go after your dreams and your goals. So I hope you guys really enjoy it. And if you are thinking about starting a company with your husband, this is such a great episode. She talks about the challenges, but also like the reasons why it's so great to work with a spouse. So um, I hope that you guys walk away feeling a little bit inspired and truly enjoy this episode. Hey, you guys, before we jump into the show, I wanted to let you guys know that I have three to four spots open for coaching one-on-one. If you have been interested in this, if you've been sitting on the fence, I want to encourage you guys to sign up for a free 30-minute consultation. It's kind of like a mini coaching session, absolutely free. And so if you are sitting there and you're thinking, you know what? I want to change the direction of my life and go after my goals, but you just don't know how to get that ball rolling. This is what this is for. You know, if you are living a life too small for you and you don't know how to take it to the next level, I can help you. So I want to help you guys get to that next step. I want to help you guys figure out what do you want to do? What is your next phase of your life? You know, as you get into your 40s, you kind of think, you know what? What have I been doing for myself? I've been putting myself last and I want to change things up and I really want to live the best version of my life. How am I showing up in my life? And a lot of times you kind of just kind of fade in the background. And I want to say, this is the time for you. There is no better time than now. So you can go to mominspiredshow.com, go to the coaching tab, find a time that works for you to set up your mini session. It's absolutely free. If you have any questions, email me, amber at mominspiredshow.com. I would love to answer any questions. If you can't find a time, email me and we can figure something out. I want to help you guys. I want to help you live the life that you have been dreaming of and make it a reality. All right, you guys, let's go to the show. Sammy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. I'm excited to have you here. Uh, so I like to start off every show with an icebreaker. Um, one of the questions I really love asking moms is, what is something that you wish you could tell your younger self? And it could be like when you were really young, it could be when... Um, you know, when you're in college or in your 20s or before you were a mom, um, does something stand out to you that you're kind of like, yeah, I really wish I could have told her that version of myself this? Um, I think for me, I wish I could have told myself that it's okay to like not be perfect all the time. Because I think that for me, when I became a mom, that was like a really hard challenge of like, thinking that I had to be able to do everything that I'm seeing on Instagram and Pinterest and all of these things. So I wish I would just tell myself to give myself like a little bit more grace and just like grow into the role as, you know, as I evolve as well. Yeah. I love that. And you know, 
I actually had someone kind of respond similar um, a few weeks ago. And so I think that's a easy thing that moms can get caught up in with, you know, just doing everything perfect. And I think to raising your kids in an age that everything is on social media, it is so easy to feel like you are, um, you know, you're kind of failing or lacking in certain things when you kind of compare like, oh, this is mom's doing this. And then you have Pinterest and it's just kind of like, oh my gosh, like you really have to figure out what your strengths are and just kind of stay in that lane because it is so easy to think about all the things that you're not good at. Like if you're not a craft person, you're going to see all those craft things and be like, I really got to figure this out, but like hate your life the whole time you're trying to do it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That is me. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And so, um, you know, before people didn't really see into people's lives like that. So they didn't really know what was really going on and kind of like you couldn't measure yourself against other moms, not at this level, you know? And so now everything is just like, Oh, this is what I'm doing. These are my kids. I was just reading something, how it's really hard because you might be seeing people like post about their kids and like how smart they are or, you know, all their adorable outfits. I always think this when I see people and, um, other Christmas pajamas. And so first of all, you have to, have a husband that wants to do that. Okay. If you don't have a husband that wants to do that, it's done. It's like, this isn't even happening. Right. So I just think no, like, that's over. <laughs> yeah, it's done. They're like, I don't, don't, don't buy me pajamas. Okay. I'm not wearing them. And so anyway, you know, all those kind of things, you know, it's coming down the pipeline soon with all the holidays and stuff like that. And kind of like, you know, all, all the jam that goes with it, with Christmas and stuff like that. So anyway, I, I love that. And, you know, I always just try to ask, these kind of questions, just because I think it's so easy for moms to just feel like everybody, you know, they have it together, especially when they come on the show. And then you kind of have this life that's kind of like, wow, she has her own business and and whatever. And it's, it's very easy to believe the lie that people who look like they have it together and are successful, like never have issues. And so I kind of love just getting to the realness and, and being a little bit transparent. So moms just kind of know that like, we're all the same. We're just trying to do our best. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. No matter what you see on Instagram, like we're all just trying to do our best, trying to keep our kid from like whining and hating us. And and that's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So why don't we jump in? Um, Tell us your name, your first and last name, uh, where you live, and then how many kids you have in their ages. Uh, My name is Sammy Roberts. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I have one little girl named Chloe. And how old is she? She's three. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I think about uh, having toddlers. Did you say that one of your thing was is so that like she likes you or she doesn't hate you? What did you just say just now about raising? <laughs> she's not whining. And, yeah, and she's what not was the whining, second part? Which I, is a real win. And yeah. she doesn't hate me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is, she goes from loving to hating me in about 10 <laughs> seconds. So Okay. That makes sense now knowing how old she is. So that's hilarious. Um, and, and you could also have that with teenagers. So like, okay, I, yeah. Can we just get them not to hate me so much? So, um, oh my gosh. All right. So Sammy, how about you share with us how you got to where you are today? And then we'll jump into the interview. Yeah. So um, I worked as when I graduated college, I moved up to New York. I had always wanted to live in New York. Um, so I worked for a, um, beauty and fashion PR agency there. Um, and I thought that fashion PR was like what I wanted to do. Um, so I started as an assistant, kind of worked my way up at the company. Um, what I really found was as much as the PR piece was like exciting, 
what really excited me was the event planning side of it. So we did everything from planning fashion shows, celebrity events, uh, editor launches, that kind of thing. And those were the days where I was like, I love this. Like, this is the job that I like wanted and that I'm so excited to have. And so um, I worked there for about six years. Um, my husband and I got married and he really was like, Hey, like if you want to pursue events, like on work on days where you go to the work office and you're there at 5am until, you know, 10pm running these events, you're so happy and, you know, love your job so much. If that's what you're passionate about, like you should pursue that. And so, um, from there, I started trying different kinds of events and I just really fell in love with weddings. I loved that personal connection I was able to make with, you know, the couples and their families and just being able to make a, a small impact on such a big day in someone's life. And so we decided New York was enough. <laughs> we, we'd been, been there, done that and decided to move uh, back to the South. So I moved to Charlotte and, um, I kind of got my feet wet in a few different types of events locally and then launched my own wedding planning company, um, about six years ago. Um, we were, I was about two years into running that company when what I saw was that, you know, wedding vendors and engaged couples were having like a hard time finding the right fit. Um, so my husband coming from a tech and sales background, we actually decided to go together and launch this other company called Bustled, um, which connects engaged couples and wedding vendors based on fit. So we built a matching algorithm um, that actually allows these couples to find each other like through a matching quiz um, and do it all like online. So it's kind of like a evolution of my first business. That's really cool. I mean, and when your husband had said, you know, it seems like you're really excited about the event part, event planning part. Like when you go in early, come back late, whatever. Um, did you change jobs at that point and just go right into event planning, but still stayed in New York? So I stayed at my same company and just, you know, really focused on the event side of things. Oh. But I tried some different things on the side. I you see. know, I tried helping some people with weddings. I tried helping with some other types of events. Um, I just kind of tried to get my feet wet in different things so I could see like what I actually wanted to do. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you know, one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on, I'm a certified um, life coach. And so I really help moms um, that kind of want to pivot. They want to, they're trying to figure out the job that they've been doing. Like, do they want to keep doing it? Do they want to change, do something completely different or moms that are having kids go into school and they have more time and they're kind of like, you know what, I'm just, I'm passionate about something and I want to make this a business and trying to help them you know, figure all of that out. Um, and so that's kind of why I wanted you to come on because I love when someone has come, you know, come on and they're talking about like how they started something, because I think in, in that, in that of itself, it is so scary. It's kind of like, how am I even doing this? And I like too that you were trying to figure out exactly what it was that you liked so much. So if somebody were trying to do this and they weren't working in New York City, right? Like in a PR job and they're just kind of thinking about like, okay, I really love this aspect of doing certain things. Um, what would be your suggestion now that you kind of went through that and kind of narrowed it down? What is your thoughts on like sharing with women, like how to actually go about that? 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing is if you if you think there's something you're passionate about, you know, start exploring it and and really get educated in it. So whether that's, you know, taking a course online or offering to, you know, like for me, like I offered to help people for free with like weddings and different types of events so that I could get my feet in the door and just see what was happening. Um so just like putting yourself out there and figuring out how you can even see if you like it. Yeah. Because you don't want to, you know, get all the way down the line and then be like, oh, Jake, yep. JK, like, I don't like this at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, um, but you want to like give yourself time to like figure out whether that is something you're you're truly passionate about. Yes. Yeah. So you do recommend like doing things for free to kind of like just get yourself out there, right? And kind of see, is this something I really like to do? And then it kind of gets your feet wet and you start meeting people. So you do think like that that is a good idea for people to kind of start off doing that. Yeah, I think I think it probably depends on what it is, but mm-hmm. I think even if you just try it like offer it once, a couple hours here sure. or there for free and yep. see, you know, like can I literally just come and see what this is all about? Yeah. Um, I think it's a great way to get your your feet wet and then you know, put yourself in places where you can network with other people who are in that industry. So you can find, you know, opportunities where you can do those kind of things and, and still get paid because of course you don't want to do it for free forever. Of course. Yeah. One thing that I was gonna ask you, so do you even do um, the wedding planning at all now, or are you just kind of running as, did you say it's an app or is it just more um, your website with bustled? How does that all work? Yeah. So, um, I do still do some wedding planning, Mm -hmm. um, much, much more limited these days than it used to be. Um, but mostly my focus is with bustled and making sure that, you know, that product is, is growing and, and just continuing to evolve. So it's, um, it's an online, uh, website application that has this, you know, quiz and all these different elements to it. So did you feel like that actually, was what you were looking for? Or do you feel like it kind of was like, not exactly because it's not the event planning per se, but it still filled that void enough that you're like, you know what? I really, I really love this. Like, because it's, it's fascinating how you were talking about the event planning and then how you figured this out with your husband, because you took his skills and your skills and kind of merged them together. Um, do you still feel like you were, you, um, let me back up. Do you feel like you were, pl- you wish you were planning uh, weddings more or do you feel like this is fulfilling enough and, and you're kind of like, nope, this is, this is enough for me and I love it. Yeah. I think when I first got into it, you know, I was like drawn to the event side of things. Yeah. And then, you know, as I got, <laughs> as I got a little older, as I had a family, yeah. um, as much as I loved that side of things, what I really found was that I loved I loved running a business. Like I love the challenges and the problem solving and all of those things. So to be able to combine mm. that with my passion for the wedding industry is kind yeah. of like evolved with me of like what I feel like I wanted to do and what I'm what I meant to do. Yeah, that makes sense. So many people, you know, with the pandemic had to start working from home, you know, and they had to figure out how to balance work and life and and that can be challenging. So what have you found that has really worked best for you, especially because both you and your husband work in the same business and you have your three-year-old? Yeah, I think uh, balance is is um, something you have to learn. You know, mm. some days are more balanced than others for sure. Um, but I think for me, what I found is that I try to really set set some boundaries. You know, in the morning when we get up, 
yes, we're all getting ready to go to work or school or whatever it is, but that's family time. You know, we, we try not to bring business into the conversation and not talk about those kinds of things. And then now we're able to go to the office, which I think has given me a lot of more balance because I can say like, this is my workspace and versus this is my home space. So even if you're working from home, having like some kind of workspace that when you're there, you're actually working, um, I think helps to give you some of that balance. Um, and then, you know, with our, I almost feel like having our daughter gave us more balance because when we go to work, you know, nine to five, when we pick her up at 5 PM, it's, family time, dinner time, bath time, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it kind of gives us that like Structure. balance of like, yeah. okay, now this is, now this is family time. And so after she goes to bed, if I need to bring my computer back out for a little bit, I can, but it gives me like more downtime and more structure to my day. So when you were working from home, what would you recommend to people that are, they don't have a separate office space? Like, I know you say, you said if they have like a space they can work, but like, you know, if if things merge together and say they do have their kids at home and they're just trying to build that business and they don't have the money yet to kind of, uh, really just, you know, kind of like hire out the childcare, right? It's the people that are starting out and they're just like, okay, so I don't have a ton of money to hire a nanny. So I'm going to start doing this little by little, but then kind of like you were saying before having your daughter, you might've not had as much uh, balance because maybe you guys were just like, yeah, let's just work, 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 where that kind of showed you when you had her that you're like, oh, well, we kind of knew we need to kind of change some things up. So for the people who are starting things, you know, now, and they're just kind of like, this is so hard to like put everything that I need to into it because it is a business. They don't want to just treat it like a hobby, but then they don't want to just be taking over their personal life too. What, what suggestions do you have for those people? Um, I think even if you find yourself just a place, whether that place is the couch or the kitchen table or wherever it is, I mean, we've all, uh, had, I think that kitchen table experience, um, find a place that when you're there, that's, that's work time. And then if you're working at home with your kiddos, like, I think it's just important to like kind of structure out your day as well. You know, if you're, kids take a nap or if they're outside, you know, if they play outside at certain times, maybe that's the time that you say like, I'm going to spend a solid chunk of time to work on this. And I think having really clear goals, um, and being really organized is very important. It's important no matter how much time you have to spend on your business, but really like organizing yourself so that when you sit down, however much time you have, you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, I have an hour where I'm going to work you know, this is my goal of what I'm going to accomplish in this hour and, you know, heads down going to accomplish it. You'll be amazed at how much you're able to get done. Um, being a business owner, there's so many pieces of the puzzle and it's so easy to to get distracted. You know, one second you're working on your product and then the next second you're thinking, Oh my gosh, I, you know, I need to do my accounting or I, you know, I need to email a client or whatever it might be. So trying to give yourself some like some structure in your organization as well will just will just help you to um, be able to get so much more accomplished. I personally love to like put together just like my to do list, like absolutely must do things for the next day. You know, hope to do things for the next day, and then like you know, if if it's a really great day and everything goes according to plan, you know, these are the other things I can accomplish. So I think if you're just starting out, give yourself give yourself some grace and then also give yourself time to, you know, to work on things and, and very clear goals of what you're hoping to accomplish. Yeah. 
that completely makes sense. And I think that is very helpful. I did want to ask you um, in regards to working with your spouse. So I know people kind of like kick that can around and they're like, you know, let's go into this together. But they're kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to kill you. So I'm not sure if this is going to work. Will we still be married by the end of this? Um, And so what did you learn with working with your spouse? And what are some things that you kind of, you know, wish you would have known when you started and things that you kind of were like, yeah, I wish I could have handled that differently. Um, I would love to hear um, some of your thoughts from your journey. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with working with your spouse, at least in my case, is like opposites very much attract. Like my husband and I have very different work styles. We have uh, very different thought processes of like how we get where, you know, get, get to the end goal. Um, I like to like think about it and make lists and do all this. And Ryan's like, here's a decision, you know, and I think that's one of the things that it certainly works for us in business because we're able to balance each other. But when you think about that, like you guys are working together and you're working in very different ways, it can also be challenging. So I think for me, I wish that I had given like a little more thought to like how, you know, like how he works. And then he, you know, maybe given a little more thought to how I work and that we had like thought about that, especially in the beginning where we were like butting heads over things that we just like, weren't used to working with each other in this, in this capacity. Um, and just thinking about like how we can, balance each other out. I mean, one thing that's worked really well for us is that we both know our strengths. So like, he's like very decisive, right? Like I was just saying, if it's like, we need to make a decision, I'll give my opinions and then he can make the decision. And that like works really well for us because we're able to balance it. We know what our strengths are. So I think figuring out like what each of your strengths and weaknesses are, and then playing to those, to those strengths and weaknesses will help you, you know, to be able to work together. Yeah. One thing that stood out to me is I feel like finances, just even if you don't have a business, uh, just being married can always bring up some issues. So when you guys were starting the business, did was that ever an issue for you in regards to like how much you wanted to invest, how much you want to spend, like the expenses that you wanted to take on? Did you run into any issues or were you kind of on the same page in regards to that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, to go along with like his decisiveness, he's way more like, Hey, let's spend this money. And I'm way more like, let's put it under our bed. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think like having conversations about that and, and seeing where the other person's coming from and, you know, in some ways it's harder to work with your husband, but then in other ways it's, you know, it's easier because you guys can have arguments and then you also know that like, yes, you're arguing, but at the end of the day, you love each other. And so that is the most important thing. Um, so sometimes, you know, especially like finances, whether you're married, whether you're working together or not, that's always just a interesting, you know, dynamic. So having some like rough, you know, kind of rules around what the plan is and what the goals are, um, will help you to, to balance those, those arguments and make sure that both of you feel comfortable with where you are. Yeah. Well, and speaking with money and we're almost at the end of the uh, show, Sammy, but I wanted to ask you, um, with getting your brand out there, like what did you find was really challenging into getting yourself out there, starting to make money? I think that's the thing with people starting businesses. It's, it's kind of like, they don't know how much to spend, um, in regards to advertising, marketing or whatever. It's, it's kind of like, you do need to put money out, but you don't want to be putting so much money out. Then you're such in the hole that you're kind of like, can you even recoup from that? So any thoughts on like your experience and maybe would you have done something different in regards to, um, 
you know, how you got your business out there? Do you wish that you would have done things differently? And, um, and kind of like looking at it, maybe today it might be slightly different than when you're doing, because everything changes with like how you can market things. But just what recommendations would you want to give those moms that are kind of just like, I just don't know how to get it out there. Like I don't have a big following on Instagram. I don't have, you know, all these followers. Yeah, I just said that, but like, you know, it's like, you don't have like a platform. I should say when I say the following, and then you don't have a ton of followers on individual platforms. And I think people can feel like, how am I even going to get this out there? And it's like, I don't know how to run Facebook ads. I have no idea how much to spend. And you don't want to just be throwing money out the window. So any thoughts that um, you have now that you've been doing this for a while and kind of like, this is how you would go about this today? Yeah, I think, you know, always just kind of pushing yourself to get out there is the is the biggest thing. I think um, that's something that was like a big challenge for me because I am very much like, I want it to be perfect before we like go, you know, yeah. go for it. Yep. Um, but I think that the best piece of advice is just put yourself out there. You know, even if your product or your service or whatever it is that you're offering isn't hundred percent ready, that's okay. You know, mm. put yourself out there, maybe price yourself a little lower than where you would want to be. Um, put yourself out there and just continue to improve, you know, put it out there and then, um, like iterate on that, you know, just whatever it is like for us, like whenever we put out a new product, we put it out there, we put some advertising dollars behind it. And then we're like, okay, everyone's going to buy Right. And you know, that's just <laughs> never how it goes. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. crickets. Um, so it's just like continuing to improve, like making updates to the website, copy, making updates to Facebook copy. Um, and then I think deciding to like, how much money do you feel comfortable with? Like as a, um, as a test, right. Yeah. So if you're, if you don't know Facebook ads, how much money feels comfortable to you? Is that, whatever it might be. Um, test it, try a little bit, see what happens. Does anything happen? No. Okay. Well then iterate again and try, try something new. Mm. Um, so just, just giving yourself like that, that leeway and knowing like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work the way you have it in your head. So you might as well just get it out there and keep trying. And then I think too, like if there's something where you're like, I know this is going to work, um, but I'm not the right person to do it, especially mm. when you're just starting your company and you're probably a one, one, one woman, woman shop. shop. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like if you don't know how to do something, hire somebody, whether that's a coach to help you or yeah. someone to help you run Facebook ads or whatever it might be. Yes. If you really feel like this is the avenue for you, but you're just not the right person to do it you know, consider outsourcing that. Yeah. You don't have to outsource everything, but maybe just that one thing that you think is going to make a big impact on your company. Um, because truly sometimes that can, that can really help you to take you to the next level. Yeah. I was going to ask you, do you remember like how long it took for you to get your, um, website up and running in regards to making a profit? Because I think that's the thing. I think sometimes people think, oh, I put it out there like I should be making money now. I'm a failure. You know what I mean? Like, So do you have any suggestions for people that feel like it might be taking longer than they had hoped? Or maybe yours actually took off really fast. I don't know. But if you could speak to that, because I think people give up really fast because like you said, it doesn't normally go the way that you think. So I would love your thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, we've done so many different 
iterations of the company mm. and the products and all these things. And, you know, where one thing's working all of a sudden and then it's not. And now we have to start all over. Um, yeah. And so I think just being patient, um, you want to see some, some kind of traction in the sense that like, even if you only have one client and you're not making a ton of money, like, okay, let's make this one client like so happy and like give mm. you an amazing review. Yes. And then they're going to tell their friends and that's going to help you to grow it. it. I love it. I feel like people say like, oh, success. And like, that's just like not a thing. Like, you know, like I feel like it just, it takes time. So yeah. being really patient with yourself and yeah. knowing that if you continue to put in the work, you have a good product, like you can make this happen. You're just going to have to continue to experiment and, and grow. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that is true in regards to your clients that if you don't have that many, or if you have one to just give them as much value as possible, um, it will make you better at whatever, you know, craft you're doing and, you know, you're giving them amazing customer service. So, um, it was so great having you on the show. Um, I, 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 I am so behind helping moms go after what they really want in life. And, you know, I think it's so easy to kind of just put your passion to the side, especially when you're raising kids and then you kind of forget about yourself. And then you're kind of like, wait, you wake up one day and you're like, but what, wait, what about me? Like, what about me? Like just the person, not the mom, not the wife. Um, so I love having these kind of episodes for moms, um, just to feel inspired. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm so glad we got a chance to talk about this. Hey, you guys, don't forget, sign up for your mini free 30-minute consultation. All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com, click the coaching tab, find the time that works for you. If you have any questions, email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com. If you are looking to you know, get to the next stage of your life and you're like, how do I take my life to the next level? This is where I help you. If you know you're living a life too small for you, but you do not know how to get the ball rolling, this is how I help you. So set up your call. I would love to meet you and love to chat with you and see where you're at with life and just get this ball rolling. All right, you guys, see you next week. 